welcome 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 back to black oak couch reviews i'm your host christina we are saying our proper goodbye to the expand season five i really don't want it to be over i just did this whole podcast so i can listen to the music once again of the opening of this wonderful wonderful show and i am so happy to have a season six and most likely beyond i know there are some people out there that are rather skeptical you know a lot of people are talking about game of thrones like i don't i hope this doesn't end up game of thrones whoa 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 first and foremost as someone who did watch game of thrones and has thoroughly enjoyed myself with the expanse these are two very different shows first and foremost ty and daniel are not D&D. First and foremost, D&D did not write their material. They were making a show based on an unfinished book. By the time this series ends, I have no doubt since the last book comes out this year that there is a beginning, a middle, and an end. When you do not have a beginning, middle, and end, your story goes to shit. D&D decided when they ran out of material to jump into Reddit and amass every fan theory they ever had or every greatest hit fan service that they could provide in lieu of an actual story that made fucking sense. They didn't pace it well. They didn't start it going in the trajectory in the season in which it needed to make its appropriate arc which was two seasons prior there was a lot of things that was more than just the last season that set up game of thrones to end rather tragically and i don't mean the fact that i won't spoil it for those who have not watched it (laughs) because that would kind it's it's been not that long ago so i know that's a backward ass statement i don't care because I am thoroughly, what is the word? Cause I'm high, cause I'm high, cause I'm high. Are you really I had to get in the appropriate mood to mourn. Not seeing Jim or Naomi or Amos or Alex, even Alex, the character, not the actor, Bobby, Christian, I'm just not going to see the opening credits. I won't be able to smack Marco's face. I have currently not found a show that makes me feel as excited as I was about The Expanse coming every week. But we have The Flash. (laughs) I know, night and day. Those type of television shows. But it's going to be joy in a different manner for me. So what do we got up on deck tonight well we're going to first jump into some negative nellies everyone is allowed to have their opinion on the show so we're gonna hear what they have to say about the expand season five then we're going to jump into my overall thoughts about the season i think i've pretty much covered it over the last uh, 10 episodes but then we'll also do a ranking of the season and then we'll leave off the episode with some superlative awards based on the survey that i sent out got a good response so i appreciate it let's roll out the red carpet for these negative reviews 
about to hear are real <laughs> the usernames and the comments you will be hearing are completely a hundred percent authentic here we go sun eye says it better not be on a weekly basis a weekly scenario basis he wrote this on december or she december 11th of 2020 I was so pissed that the boys was presented to viewers on a weekly basis. Another commenter had it right. Amazon is doing it because it hurts their bottom line if everyone binge watches this for just $12 that month. That was just a stupid move though and will only hurt them. Why? Because I watched the boys the first Friday but was so involved with watching Netflix that I completely forgot about the boys. I eventually ended up binge watching it all after a couple of months when the season finished. Therefore, if season five of The Expanse is going to be this way, I will just watch something else here or see what's new on Netflix or Hulu. I'm course correcting his actual typos. Then I will plan on how many episodes of The Expanse will be for this season and binge watch it when I will be able to see them all. What Amazon is trying to do is leave cliffhangers so that you will want to see what happens next. <laughs> this was okay in the 80s and 90s. Excuse me, bitch. <laughs> when you only had broadcast TV, then cable channels. I still remember when JR was shot and all of the rave was people not being able to wait to find out who shot him and the he sound like he read that from somewhere. <laughs> well, those days are long gone with the advent of streaming, competition, and just simply pissing people off. Therefore, I will see how Amazon is planning to roll out this season of The Expanse. If it is similar to the way they did with the boys, then I will just wait until the season is over to enjoy my weekend binge watching and switch over to something else for entertainment. And if Amazon is planning to do this on all of their series, then Amazon Prime may not just be worth it. Bitch, if you come back and actually spend the money to watch the season that weekend you just a wasted your fucking money and b they got it anyway you are so fucking stupid <laughs> and what do you mean this was cool in the 80s or 90s when they couldn't when they brought with broadcast tv do you think things don't evolve and if you, what you're saying is absolutely true then why the fuck is fbi pulling 8.9 million viewers some ratings that fucking netflix would love to have and yes amazon too Let's move on <laughs> to Atticus. Love the show, but stop with the weekly release. The Expanse was meant to be binged. Mind you, this is December 14th. <laughs> December 12th. Justin says, bad service. 
the growing trend is this even about the show anymore of weekly episodes from streaming networks is gross the whole reason people pay for these services is they were sick of cable now they are all doing the same thing splitting everything up into a hundred channels selling the same cable content back to you for more than it ever was remember when the customer got a say in what they purchased you still do motherfucker don't do it <laughs> what do you mean remember when the customer had a say lord y'all are so funny but seriously no the reason the difference between cable and this is the fact i don't have to watch commercials and they're making these shows specifically for these platforms that's the difference between cable and this you are paying for the platform and this platform actually comes with two-day shipping so i don't see freaking tom warner giving me that it also comes with some other perks that I don't even utilize. Here we have Christopher Beeman. He put his full name up in there. Show is amazing. Amazon sucks. <laughs> the show is one of the best out there. The one star review is for Amazon for putting the show out. No, uh, one new episode per week instead of releasing it all at once. And I know what people are going to say when they're thinking like, oh, you can't even read the fucking comments. I don't give a damn, motherfucker. I didn't spend my life going to a website <laughs> to write things like, like, what's the deal? I like to watch it all in a go. I hate weekly releases. It's just TV. Put it all out at once for fuck's sake. <laughs> If it changes to full release, I'll change my review. What the hell kind of privilege do you have in your life that you think you should do that? Like, I'm writing to you, sir. I will do, like, if you, I demand you do this or I swear I'll have to change my review. You think any of these people give a shit about you and they 20 million, 50 million, billion dollars and your one damn review? All you doing is making people, I can't believe someone said 466 people found this helpful. <laughs> This is sad because I feel like all of Amazon's negative reviews are about the show's release and not about the show. LA Page continues much disappointment over the drop, but 10 stars for the show. I'm with Mike, the guy at the top of this review, and that I'm bitterly disappointed to hear about this change in format. Look, I was disappointed. I was not this disappointed. Y'all are a whole other level. She continues, and this is why I have to drag these people because they write things like that afterwards. Personally, I've grown to love the format and I won't be bullied to conform. <laughs> what world and planet are you living on? What? I mean, you're putting a lot of your emotions or emotions i should say out there so while subscription has nothing to uh, uh so while subscription has nothing to do with it for me i'm an amazon shopper diehard but i will however wait 10 weeks to watch 
no big deal to me apparently it's a big enough deal that you took the 20 minutes because you gotta log in and do this shit i've left a review it ain't like a two second click job you put time into that and you wrote whole ass sentences but i guess not quite since you don't have any actual um periods where they should be Simon Ho, slow release, way behind its time, while Netflix releases its series in full. Netflix is one of those shows that likes to throw a whole bunch of shit at the wall, though, and see what sticks. It's not great content all the time. (laughs) It's really not. Literally one of the best, uh, literally one of the few shoes I love on Prime. When I saw it released, I rushed over ready to binge, only to find a couple of episodes just like the boys what is this marketing gimmick netflix releases its series in one batch and we are pretending one of the most powerful companies in the world are operating on a 1990s tv schedule what the fuck is up with trashy millennials you fucking gen z asses amazon does its service for making more money at the cost of its customers at this point they are just trying to siphon our cash and yet you keep giving it to them I believe I will be unsubscribing and will be getting my fill elsewhere online for free. Okay, Simon Ho likes to uh, watch TV. Uh, I ain't, <laughs> ain't gonna find him because most cable companies do now or most internet companies do now. My mom be trying to jailbreak every damn thing in the world. And every time she get busted and I say, is it really worth it? Is it to you? <laughs> do you really feel like you are putting the best time and money and effort <laughs> And to continually getting your cable or your internet flagged because you're watching illegal TV. And don't even start with that VPN stuff because they're getting smart with that too. We have another one from Ryan R who says, why? I love the show, but why don't they give us the full season like before? Uh, I'm not going to go to the next page. At least one says um, at the end, it seems to talk about the thing they keep saying boys all over again um they all love the show by the way they just hate that they gave it a one week release we'll leave it off with robert on amazon before we jump on to imdb because it gets better over there uh boo free season five waited forever for this and i get left hanging in the breeze waiting again since when do they do releases like this since when since the humanity could we uh could be worse think about the guy who has to go on deployment (laughs) or going off to basic training and the only thing they wanted to do was binge watch season five of the expanse before they left very disappointed but great show bad presentation though two stars you named it one sir Never mind, just thought I'd really like to watch episode four, one star. Oh, okay, that's why you took it down. So you came back to edit your damn review after watching the other three because you were upset that it made you want to watch episode four and it wasn't available that day. Okay. All right. Let's move over to the other filth of the earth, IMDb. Once again, the stories you are about to hear are all right so let me see what's some of my favorite um 
so boring one star from bodybuilding rocker trekker mm-hmm. i don't get it why everybody recommends this crap i tried several times to watch this series but people are saying it has realistic physics this is true although and because it has realistic characters this is pure trash because people are in general good or bad only people with a weak personality could behave like this and the pre-2005 star trek never had even one single perfect character for example kirk was a self-fist when he lost the helm of enterprise being promoted as admiral picard was ridiculous when he tried to convince q to to let enterprise go with his weird diplomatic speech cisco was great but he destroyed an entire planet just to defeat the mark maquis archer let an entire species of kind people to die because flock said so um does internet porn know you're cheating on it i'm an adult virgin another one star some of the sets are okay sci-fi buff 2000 what is this because you add an extra number 20213 says dull weak writing mediocre to terrible acting boring etc i am sorry i love sci-fi i consume it in every form but this was a waste of money to produce something that fails to accomplish to inspire and excite absolutely killed any sense of adventure exploration and challenge of the future moral and practical issues i am disappointed and a little surprised i am too the fact that there is not one fucking period in this entire uh, ordeal that you put together nor does it make any sense that there is somebody who would just waste the opportunity with having sizable budget and just burn it so superficially i do not get the hype nor the ratings for this show it is severely overrated i wish you would actually have some specifics besides throwing out some words that you read on the dictionary i do also recommend grammarly works well for me or spell check it's free one star from paracel spam 83078 advanced future science but they still use imperial system this tv series has many flaws the one one or the the one thing that bugs me the most is that they still use imperial system okay okay tell me more tell me more am i the only one that has trouble believing that in the distant future with such advanced technologies people still don't use metric system is that a question mark because there's a question mark after that but i don't see where the question is i mean all the ships have mps when measuring speed really the fact usa is still stuck in the past with the imperial system doesn't mean we all have to suffer from low quality stuff like this also the clothes are still the same as nowadays i mean guys still use shirts for example a guy shaving with a normal knife instead of a machine there are many other flaws there are many flaws with your psyche sir i'm gonna move on to gv wimmer how could anyone call this science fiction <laughs> this should be fun there's no science only over intense over dramatic fiction in space where's the science am i missing something clearly because it's all over the place and you didn't go to school for it or you'd see it right away 
Then they came back to write some more because they weren't done that day. Is this show ever anything but a big pile of intensity? Apparently intensity really bothers him. Bangs and creaks and explosions and lack of air and lack of water and tortured ed nauseum. That's ad nauseum there. Um, tiger. I started watching and by the second episode, I had to mute the sound and turn on subtitles in hope of some well-written dialogue and a story with depth. So far, I found nothing that reminds me of anything sci-fi other than the predictable doom of civilization. Can the sci-fi world ever do anything different or creative for a change? Do you write sci-fi? Would you like to write since you're such a, uh, a, a expert on the topic? I would love to know what your ideas are. Um, ooh, we're going to expand out into the solar system. You know, that's not anything we got going for us currently. So that feels rather sci-fi, but I guess that's not, you know, you, you were looking for our clothes to, you know, uh, have sex with us and be made out of plastic. Um, moving on. Let's go to... <laughs> Wait, his season five review is based on season four. Why? Uh, we have another who says David Butler, David E. Butler, a total dud. Don't even bother if you love sci-fi. Where to start? Bad acting, mediocre casting, weak direction, and a pathetic script writing and dialogue. Definitely miss this one. Very disappointed. I'm a lifelong sci-fi nut. Um, we have Gaudia Internet Services. <laughs> what is that? Sci-fi setting to cover human abyss. Just another attempt to show how cruel humans can and will act, proven by exaggerated violence. No, because 2020 didn't happen. It is leaking into 2021 like a soggy fucking tampon your bullshit love of sci-fi also resides let's see what we have else here just a few more because they're fun i like when i find the really crazy ones <laughs> i mean what do you mean i look when i find i found many many of them i don't want to read whole dang on novels though one you get a pretty good idea after the watching the first and second episode the acting doesn't improve and the script is still bad. Aesthetically, nothing will make you travel through time. Everything is dark and smoky and unpleasant. That's from Nasimus, uh Pro? Underscore Pro? Why? What is up with these names? Is what I would like to know. Y'all make sure ain't nobody can identify you because anyone hearing you in real life would be trying to lock you up in a mental facility slow and dull one from trw email i gave up on it after the third episode of season one why are you leaving comments in season five do you not even know how to follow directions oh here's another good one uh one star from jeremiah overson most bigoted tv show not to be on hbo nothing ever really happens in this series you can watch about three episodes and cover very little plot. 
I find myself skipping forward a lot. It's like watching a movie from the 80s except with more political garbage and direct attacks on certain religions. If this isn't bigotry, nothing else is. I need you to look up the word bigotry. What's up with that expanse? One star review. That is not from this year. Oh, okay. So there's literally no one star reviews for this season. Actually, there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. And yeah, about 20 reviews for this season that are one star reviews. And most of them are from mentally unstable people. I think that pretty much wraps up our negative Nellies. Heather Apropoli. Shame. 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 So what are my overall thoughts of this season and the rankings? I really enjoyed this season. I probably gushed uh, time and again about exactly what I did love about this season. The Naomi and Naro's faction, all of that was such really rich material. I think that if you're not an active TV watcher, this season was maybe a little difficult for you to keep up with because there were a lot of things happening behind the scenes or off screen. I like TV shows that don't treat me like I'm a child. I like TV shows that go for it and don't think about Oh, is the audience going to get it? Or are they going to comprehend? Sometimes you have to follow what your vision is and you can't be like, are you going to keep up? I got to hold your hand through this. And so much of TV is like that, that when a show does strike out as such the polar opposite, you know, it can cause a lot of people to be negative in their emotions about not being able to grasp as quickly as they feel they should or they could and thus it is a fault on the writers or the development somewhere there but in all honesty it we are we need to be challenged by tv that makes us start to pay more attention especially when there's depth involved especially when it's trying to tell you something or there's something you can take from it that's not superficial i think shows need to start doing this a lot more and stop listening to that baby audience that just you know it's not for you you can like the show but it also if you like the show you need to appreciate the show and not take your own insecurity at its comprehension out on these platforms and and it's silly because they gave us complex story they gave us amazing i mean the acting this year has been on a level it hasn't been on the seat and it's not to say it's been bad in the previous seasons but come on everyone was on their leg mostly the female characters uh were front and center leading the emotional with their actions driving a lot of the plot line and that's also a very uncomfortable position that some tv goers probably aren't used to seeing and there's a disconnect a dissonance or they write it off as irrelevant or boring because it doesn't cater to that more primal particularly white men 
I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's those Amos stands that are the ones leading the charge because I would rather sit there and watch someone be superplexed than try to understand how emotional and mental abuse can spiral out of control and what it takes to be emotionally strong and not physically strong to overcome that see when you can't relate to that it doesn't relate to you and thus you want to push it aside as a fault when really it's a fault in you and i see that coming out so much on reddit in these negative reviews and it's not based on the fact that this show is very much what humanity is about we are sloppy fucking repeating ass motherfuckers that like to go do shit jump into shit before we fully understand it and then we also never learn from our mistakes if you don't know that about humanity go get into a history book and that's what the writers of this show are basing their entire work on if you don't get these concepts it's because you're uneducated furthermore you don't seem to have a desire to be educated and this show is not trying to educate you by taking a ruler and saying a plus b equals c no you need to be able to do the math or you don't show up to class to say a show that has so much depth that it has no depth tells me exactly just how basic your entire concept of what it means to have these type of deeper understandings have more of these existential type of mental exercises like they're doing gymnastics in the expanse and they are showing the ugliness but also the beauty of humanity and it's not in the bullshit it's in the family it's in the love it's in the connections that you have and that you can't pick up on that i don't know what else this show can do for you i guess that's me still talking to the negative nellies <laughs> for the ones that didn't like it but it shows all of that for me but my opinion is not the only one that matters we did get some feedback let's hear the lingering thoughts of shy after season five hey christina it's me shy I'm here to give my thoughts on The Expanse Season 5, what I thought overall. Um, I did that um, that survey thing, <laughs> so um, wasn't quite, some of them I wasn't that, I mean some of the choices I, I had a hard time with. I can't remember now because I did it like a couple weeks ago so I don't remember what they were so that's neither here nor there if you hear music in the background it's because my wonderful child um, can't listen to music without it being uber loud but anyway so I really enjoyed this season this was my favorite season by far out of the five um, and yeah, I mean, out of all the seasons, I mean, even though I wasn't wanted, you know, I was inspired to read the books before because I read the churn. Um, just trying to start out small with a um, novella, is that how you say it? Novella? Um, by reading that and then work my way up. But as you know, life happens, and next thing you know, um, 
year some changes gone by and I haven't gotten the other books um which I'm getting now and I don't want to get it on audio or kindle I want to get the actual physical copy of the books because I'm trying to start up a little collection of uh special books that um I want to have you know and put on bookshelves so um that's going to be one of them anyway um as for again back to this season yes I really my favorite storyline will have to be um Naomi um her storyline everything that happened with her with Philip and with uh Marco that whole thing um it was definitely I wished I mean, I personally wish there was more of that, um, but I get it, you know, it's a ensemble cast and there is a lot to delve into in these books and so they got to pick and choose um, what stories they want to tell, how they want to tell it, um, but yes, Naomi, as I've said in my previous feedbacks um, throughout the season, she by far raised her, um, raised herself in my eye um to my favorite character um you know she was one of my favorite characters now she's like the favorite character um we didn't get that much bobby this season um which i'm hoping we get um for season six um yes i'm being biased because i like bobby and i want to see more of her uh i liked Amos story it was a bit confusing at times some of the stuff that was going on it was kind of and I explained that in my feedback as well it was kind of hard to it's still even after the season I mean I'm still like it was it's hard to orientate myself to what where they were versus where they were going and in how much time has gone by that kind of stuff was hard to gauge um throughout the episodes um i mean i I mean i enjoyed everything i mean most of the storylines uh but this was definitely naomi's season her breakout season and um i'm not mad at that at all i don't i'm not part of the fandom i'm not part of any groups or whatever so i don't know what is being said um other than you know through you what other fans are saying what it's you know being um talked about in regards to the episodes and the characters so um but not surprising you know in this genre um black women are always side-eyed um the most out of all the characters and especially if you give them agency and you give them shine then haters come out antis come out and want to have something to say so i'm not too surprised by that at all um we just got to keep on rocking it and keep on doing our thing until this becomes something that's normal instead of you know an oddity or you know something here and there it becomes part of the norm in this genre so because it's so frustrating you know i just remember growing up and not having this type of representation and not even knowing well as yeah pretty much not having this representation and not you know understanding how important it is for us to see ourselves 
in these types of roles in these types of positions so um i'm excited about it um i don't really have any rants um there wasn't i mean i can't recall anything that i didn't like um about this season i'm disappointed i will say i'm disappointed i mean i already said this in the i mean so much i've said in the in my feedback throughout the weeks but um i, I mean i am still even looking back i'm disappointed in alex's death um and well he wasn't my favorite character but i mean i liked all the characters and i'd rather him he had a more i don't know blaze of glory type death or something it was just so um i think i said it in my feedback before it was just so underwhelming um how he died again it makes sense and it's not like that type of death didn't make sense or I didn't get it um, because I did, but it was just, I don't know, some random, some random character. I could see that death, you know, being a little bit more appropriate than for Alex, but I get it. Um, they were probably under the gun when it comes to uh, writing him out of the show. Maybe it was a last minute decision or Maybe they went back to reshoot. I don't know. But, you know, sometimes you got to work with what you got. So I'm not exactly faulting them. It's just, you know, hey. I just look forward to reading the books and, you know, getting a better understanding of everything that goes on and what to expect in general um, for season six and not be so lost. Um... I think that you can definitely enjoy the show without reading the books, but I think it just gives you a a deeper understanding, especially again at the end of I mean at the season finale at the ending of that one, just you know not knowing what's going on I mean it could be frustrating you know you're confused um, on what's gonna happen, what the scene is about, and stuff like that so I would rather be more in the know about those things than not. And I definitely look forward to us potentially doing a book club, book review, book something on it. If that's what everyone wants to do, I think that would be exciting and something fun. Um, But yeah, I really don't have too much uh, to say. Um, My favorite character, as I said, was Naomi my least favorite character i don't even remember what i voted i think i said um what's her name i forget man i forget her name <laughs> corral corral um i maybe if they delved into her character and her wise and maybe i'll understand more of that when i read the book but i just felt like you know she and that and that got you know your thoughts on it and I and it makes sense but I would rather had seen more of that dynamic to understand it more on screen but again I know that they're limited in what they can show and what um and so certain things didn't get the get the backstory um and I think you've mentioned before I guess they you know if you want to know more which makes sense you know you go and read the book and you'll get more backstory and more understanding and a deeper meaning behind 
the relationships and the characters um, that they can't put on screen. So I think uh, I'm trying to think, you know, I really, again, it's, you know, it's all good for me. Um, I mean, even if there was something that I didn't like, it is so it was so minor that it's not even coming to me. So and again, I'm I'm coming in with virgin eyes. I don't know anything about the books. And so I just take it at face value what's going on. And so, yeah, it's um, it's definitely uh, a season that was a roller coaster ride that had me anticipating or excited about every episode. There wasn't an episode that I wasn't excited to see the next episode on. Um, some episodes were better than others, um, but in general, overall, it was great. I mean, I, I don't even remember what episode. I can't even point out an episode that I can say, yeah, I didn't like that one that much because I don't remember. So that's what happens when time goes by. <laughs> so anyway, um, look forward to season six. I'll just leave it at that. And um, yeah, look forward to hearing your podcast and hear you break it down and go over whatever it is, the feedback that you got from the survey and go from there. Until next time, much love, peace, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Shy. Shy had things to say, and she said them. Uh, yes. Um, as far as some of the things that I can't answer, and some of the things that you were talking about <laughs> are in the novellas. He was like, um, I don't even know what else you said, but you were like, I think that's the word. <laughs> that's like me and Tahani. It's Tahani. I think I finally got it now. For a second, I was like, no, it's no, no, (laughs) it's Dahani. But yes, Naomi is my favorite character, but I already said she's tied with Bobby. Bobby is another character that kind of really grows more in the latter section of the books. I'm not sure if they were writing the latter two books at the same time they were doing the television series. I, I just don't remember. I think they were. And I wonder how much of the television show influenced their writing, even if they wanted and tried for it not to. Just curious on that. But yes, I love Bobby. A lot of people did say Bobby got shortchanged this season and I kind of requested it. And I'm not saying as someone who loves Bobby, yes, she could have definitely been giving more for the season, but I won't say she was shortchanged. Actually, me and a girl were talking about this on Tumblr the other day and she says you know what let me change it I just wanted more of Bobby because she did have a lot to do I know those first three episodes you know apparently felt so far off but she did uncover the entire conspiracy single-handedly on Mars that can't be taken away from her and I don't want it to be I don't want it to be taken away that they wouldn't have anything on Marco Norris's faction if it wasn't for Bobby I don't want it taken away that she was able to be the first one to identify and get drive signatures on their fleet. Alex, for the most part, was the glorified bus driver for Bobby. He was there, but his story, I would say, was the most uh, uninspiring storyline. 
And I was fine with that because another part someone else was bringing up to me is that the pilot really is the guy that flies the ship. And yes, we loved him because he's part of the Rossi family, but it's not like we really needed to replace him. So I'm totally fine with their idea to ax him, but it was a rather sudden death. Uh, There wasn't anything building up to it, but I think that's what I love about it because a lot of TV shows just don't do that. There is always something that comes before the death of a major character and rather they just had the opportunity or, you know, this is what they had to work with. It still made an impact for me because that is fucking life. That's how it happens. And it is also what happened to Fred Johnson in the book. And I was rather glad that they did it to uh, Alex and I didn't have to worry about another character possibly meeting that fate because I was like, oh shit, is another character going to meet this fate? I will say my biggest disappointment was the, the pace in which we got from where Amos and Peaches were to where uh where eric was but i didn't need it (laughs) i would say i was only with the pace because i didn't i still i lean on peaches and amos from the book i don't feel necessarily and i think i've said this before that she had the daryl dixon treatment for me where amos is such a lovable character it doesn't really matter who you put him with you're gonna love that character so <laughs> taking a fan favorite uh, and have him have someone that helps him is always going to be a great sell. I think that some of the things she was reaching for were great. I just wish I would have been able to see in the show more of that natural progression. But that's just time. And that was just a small nitpick. I think my least favorite storyline was the Christian storyline. I don't like it from its inception. <laughs> That's just going to be a pet peeve and I'm never going to get over it. And then just the whole pastor thing. I thought that was a real opportunity to showcase some humility. And we still have that when her current role, but it feels more for the people who don't want the character to go away more so than the character really needing to be there. I didn't really need to see a lot of what was going on with Christian I could have seen her in more board meetings, uh, more dialect and conversations, but I wanted to see, and that's why I love that one of my favorite scenes with her is just her crying, uh, upset by herself after Arjun. And then that moment where the rocks first hit and she has this moment of surreal, just the actress did a wonderful job. I always forget her name. And I suppose because I can't say it right and I don't want to butcher it. (laughs) But let me go try to look it up really quickly. But it's one of my most impactful scenes because we don't get to see that side of Christian. So I would have preferred to lean in to her and her family or the emotional impact or even talking about that. That would have been so much more satisfying to follow than this whole well, we got to come up with a coup because she has to be in charge because we need her to be in charge for season six. And technically she wasn't voted in and we don't want to re, you know, make that last storyline that I really thought was a good storyline that they brought in that wasn't for the book that was appropriate for the character and kind of unravel that. Not so much that she didn't learn anything because I think her at the end was making that point, but it just, 
I don't know. I, I, I just wanted more emotional versus more political on that side of thing. I guess it's what it boils down to with Christian's character. So it's again, like you, like Shai said, these are such small, minute nitpicks that no, um, there, it's just a, a tweak more so than I still enjoyed what I saw. Uh, I'm going to find her name. It's right here. Uh, Shara Adashalu. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me for butchering your name. Uh, I feel bad. That's why I never say it. Because I'm, I'm horrible at it. I need to get better. So I'm going to wrap this up with the ending of my rankings. Or I should say wrap it up with the rankings of my seasons. Uh, Shy didn't give hers, but I will get mine. I have season five. And then we're going to go season three. Love season three. Then this is where it gets uh, tricky. I think I'm going to have to go with season two. Then four. Then one. I was not as a diehard Miller fan as other people were. And if you weren't, then season one is probably not going to be your favorite season. I still love all these seasons, but... Uh, I would say it was the one in which you were asking the most questions and it it's needed right but it still wasn't as excitable in a sense as the seasons that follow but that's to be expected right you want your seasons to continue to get better not to be like man I wish this would go back to season one so with that I think it's time for award season All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's jump into our survey questions. Breakout star. This was a hard one, man. We had so many new faces. Peaches, Eric, Bull, Oksana, Philip, Marco, or Eric. Drum roll, please. Y'all know I love making my own drum roll effects. Philip is our breakout character of season five. You had to love Philip because he was Naomi's son, but the actor Josiah Owens really brought it in the acting department. And the fact that he looked like they child was so believable to me that it really enhanced the family drama. But he really did an outstanding performance with that character because he could be easily detestable with the fact that he smacked his mama in the face and yet at the end you're still like oh my baby boy (laughs) someone please get him away from his maniacal father but we have a three-way split for second runner-up uh between peaches marco and eric i really liked eric as well uh but i think my pick would have definitely been Philip. Moving on to MVP of the season. We have Naomi Nagata, Christian Avasarala, drummer Amos and Marco. Is it Amos or Amos? I think I do this every single time. <laughs> this is just a dialect thing in Ohio is what I'm going to put it down to. But there should be no surprise 
that with the majority vote, it is one Naomi Nagata. Hold up. I'm busy killing these bitches. But coming in second is Drummer because let's face facts, y'all. Jim would be dead if she hadn't did what she did. Favorite storyline. This one got a little intense. Fighting it out. We got Naomi and the Chetzamoka, Amos and Peaches, Chrissy and Luna, Naomi and the Pella, Drummer Faction Drama, the Screaming Firehawk and Bobby, Holden and the Rossi. Well, it's Bobby and Alex. Drum roll, please. We got Naomi and the Chesamoka coming in at number one. It was close with second runner-up being the Amos and Peaches uh, bonding road trip. I agree with both choices here. Uh, Naomi and the Pella came in at a number three. So look at you, girl. People loved you this season. I did too. Least favorite character. Now this, this, uh... This can be a fight. So we got Oksana, Marco, Philip, Bull, Sakai, and Corral. Drum roll, please. 40% Corral, man. She, she, she was just up in people's face all damn season. She never fucking smiled. She was always, it's always someone else's fault. She earned the least favorite character. I didn't find her as, um, <laughs> like she was a lot. Don't, don't get me wrong. She definitely was there to be like doing. I double dare you. I triple dare you to do it like she just didn't appreciate her mortality at all i don't know many people that can walk around with that and i kind of gotta give her some swag for it i love the way in which she just gave no fucks about anyone else's feelings but her own that's a, that's a lot to carry that off but as someone else says if you're if you make me hate your character and the character's supposed to be hated then you did a, good, a damn good job so it is a uh, it is a, a, an insult, but also a compliment. In second place, there was a two-way tie between Sakai and <laughs> Oksana. And I find that, I don't know if I agree fully with that. I felt Sakai had her reasons. Oksana had her reasons. Bull should have been the one I would have picked as the least favorite character of the season he was very high up there biggest gasp hey bro what oh my god rocks hitting the earth peaches kills the hoarder philip slaps his mama amos kills tiny or sakai kills fred drum roll please of course sakai kills fred because what the fuck for book readers that's not when fred died so it was like <gasps> but then for people who didn't read the book they're like fred's dead 
and I was like, nah, he ain't dead, even though this is shocking, but no, he was dead, and I was like, damn, they killed him. Coming in in second place, because he pretty sure, <laughs> Kai Gilsfred took 80% of the vote. 20% is definitely Philip slaps his mama. Favorite character, wow, this is just a tie, so I'm just going to put it up there. Amos and Naomi both have tied for favorite character this season. I ain't mad at that. Not at all. Someone told me to put Fred Johnson on there in memoriam, but we gonna have it in memoriam. Best hair of the season because there was a lot of wit and some nanays in the hair in this department this season. <laughs> so we had Amos with his little, you know, Gene was trying to crack everybody's hair. Gene Lyons on chat. Trying to crack their hair. Last time I talked to him, and I was like, hey, why are you fucking with their hair? Their hair look good. Holden, his hair did not look good. So if he wins this, I will be very surprised. <laughs> Naomi, Marco, and Philip. Drum roll, please. Marco, of course. Come on now. That moment where he had a little curl in front of. Oh, mm, mm, just. Mm. Why you do that to me? Yes, I had dreams about that hair. Dreams, y'all. Dreams. But in second place, Amos? Okay. I can accept this. Sure. I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. Uh, surprisingly, Holden is number three. <laughs> He's third up. Tearjerker moment. Hello. It's me. I don't know why I'm very popular right now, but people need to stop texting me. <laughs> we have Sin confesses to hiding Philip. Naomi opens up to Philip. Holden and Naomi listen to her tape. Naomi gets rescued. Serge gets spaced because I guess that was supposed to be a moment where we were supposed to be sad. <laughs> I was so drummer in that moment. These tears are coming down, but they ain't real. 40%, no drum roll this time, is going to Naomi getting rescued. Yes, that moment where you thought she was going to die, and then she started crying, and then I started crying. It was over. It was a wrap. All the emotions for the last three episodes watching Naomi struggle just came out. 30% was holding in Naomi listening to her tape. Another great moment. And then Sin confessing to hiding Philip. That was also uh, some tears. Favorite Marco tantrum. Fuck you. Fuck you. He had about four, so we listed them all. Naomi's uh, tampering with his message. The Rossi plan being foiled the first time. The Rossi plot being foiled the second time. And Naomi rejects his overture. 70% goes the Rossi plot foiled again. He could not believe what was happening <laughs> on that bridge when he was playing at MS. He's like, hold on, wait. <laughs> he just lost the battle, mind you. He came over to that man. He was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about them people. Chetsamoka plan goes wrong. The fuck? <laughs> Why does this keep happening? But 
there is a three-way tie between the other ones and i think that that is amazing i love it best naomi hair so i put out some photos of naomi's hair there's opa thug life Beltalota Fierce, which is season two. OPA Thug Life is season one. Season three, Peak Belter National Pride. Season four, The Mature Diplomat. And season five hair, Maternal Queen. Y'all know season one hair one. <laughs> OPA Thug Life, I did love her hair. Um, if she wants to have book hair Naomi, I would appreciate that as well. Coming in second is Peak Belter National Pride, though. And then everyone agrees that the other three can be either here nor there. Oh, Baby Mama Drama is one of our last, I think one of our last, nope, there's two more, multiple choice questions. Naomi and Marco in her cell. Marco welcomes Naomi to the Pella. Marco versus Naomi on the bridge of the Pella. And Sin and Philip versus Marco on the Pella Bridge. Baby Mama Drama is a split tie between Sin and Philip versus Marco on the Pella Bridge. And Naomi and Marco in her cell. I have to tip the scales on this one and say Naomi and Marco in a cell because ain't nobody looking. And this is one of the few conversations where. You know, you don't have to put on a show for anyone but the person in front of you. And the fact that they was able to break down each other very quickly and still had sexual tension to remind you that they did have a child together, but also how that has turned into absolute and utter vitriol hatred was amazingly well done. (laughs) Then we have um, Rank the Season. So I gave my ranking... I let you throw out your rankings. We have season one, two, three, four, and five. Drum roll, please. (laughs) Season five is 40% people's favorite season thus far. Coming in next is season three. Let me see if this is going to line up with mine. Well, coming in third, it's actually season one. So there you go. Coming in fourth, actually, is season two. Yeah, season four is going to be everyone's least favorite. But I actually really like season uh, four. I think it did a lot of great things um, that it needed to do in a way that incorporated in a novella that I really like. So, of course, I'm going to be a little bit more biased because I'm book biased. So last uh, question in regard to the multiple choice best of peaches and amos because they deserve their own category we've had a lot of naomi a little bit of christian in the season but this was the second biggest uh, character development type of story so definitely some focal point on them their best moment the choices are escape from alcatraz attack of the hoarder escape from beverly hills born to be wild road trip uh and then i put on there once again born to be wild road trip (laughs) ah coming in at 50 percent escape from beverly hills that was the best uh that fight sequence once they got to uh (laughs) those little words that were gonna come out to describe the name of that there's just some things that people just can't say when a Saki is one of those. Like, I got it closer than I was before. 
Then we have uh, a tie for second place between Born to be Wild Road Trip and Attack of the Hoarder. So no one really liked the escape from Alcatraz. That's true, because Tiny really stole the show on that one. So I did have some questions in which you can write some comments. Best moment of the season, I let you pick our first comment. I'll pick Bobby rescuing Naomi because it concludes that whole arc. I didn't breathe after she jumped until she was saved. Naomi jumping out of the ship to escape Marco and save her family. It's another great one. Naomi's rescue. Amos asking Amos. Jesus. Amos asking Holden if Peaches can ride with them. Yeah, that actually was I would say that was the best laugh out loud moment of the season cuz they just played it so perfectly. Holden Jim had no idea what the hell he's talking about, but he's trying to follow his logic. Amos thinks he's making the most sense in the world. <laughs> And then he just springs it on them. And then the way in which she shyly is like, hi. And he's like, come see my bedroom. <laughs> and you you can just see Jim compartmentalizing. Like, I'm going to deal with that later. Because we just lost a friend. <laughs> Holden, this is drummer. Oh, yeah. Man, I wish I had gotten a drummer holding, holding, drummer, and Naomi. I needed them in three in a room together. I understand why it didn't need to happen. Two, two families are grieving right now. And that's why I had to calm my own self down. Like, why didn't I get a fucking reunion? But two families have lost people, uh, sacrificed them for technically the other. Uh, yeah, I would say need a moment, get our shit together. Uh, they're also on the run from Marco's Navy. And it's not like they're the best of friends with the Inners. If anything, they went back to Tycho. I hope they went back to Tycho. She needs to take over Tycho. Naomi jumping out of the Pella to the Chetsamoka. Yes, that's just iconic. While I was doing life for multiple homicides. That's actually another really funny th- I loved Eric. Like... Eric was not picked as breakout star, but I thought he definitely, I think actually I would have picked Eric over Desai. I'm sorry. I just, I loved everything about his entire delivery was great. He just, I wanted him to be on the Rossi at the end and for no other character this season, I did not want them to be on the Rossi. Even Peaches, I was like, she's going to be with them anyway, but I wanted Eric to stay in the show. And I wanted him to be on the Rossi with everyone else because he has that type of charisma. I like the way in just he delivered his lines. Just him saying, you know, should I ask why he calls you peaches? Like, I wouldn't. <laughs> just, I I loved Eric. No, he, he's officially my breakout star. I want him to come back. I hope we see him again. I don't think we will, but... Man, would it be great to see him even in the spinoffs whenever they do that. Because there's opportunity to see the character again. And we know that they do a lot of world building. And then lastly, Naomi jumping into space without a vac suit. (laughs) Best moment of the season. We'll conclude with lingering thoughts. I have uh, one, two, three, four, five here. The first, the only thing keeping me sane is that I'm rewatching from the start. (laughs) well i mean if that helps read the book too but um 
that definitely will keep you sane. I am watching other people's reactions that are just now getting to the show, so I'm right with you. Excited for season six? Agree on that as well. Is Charles alive? Charles is dead, y'all. Charles is dead. <laughs> Baltimore is underwater. Charles did not make it. He was barely making it as it was. <laughs> it's like the dog in Westworld. And that's all I'm going to say about it because Mimi and Shy haven't watched the whole season. But everyone being like, but the dog. <laughs> You're like, that's what you latched onto? The dog? Laconia, look. And here we go. I cannot even. <laughs> I, some people didn't even catch some of the things that were happening in the end. And I was like. <laughs> Part of my brain was like, I feel so bad for you in one way, but another part, I'm losing my shit. Because they said Laconia, they said Duarte, and I saw something that uh, ends in Est. <laughs> so I was losing my damn mind at the end of season five in ways that I'm sure a lot of other people, if you did not read the book, were not understanding. <laughs> And then last comment, season five was definitely my all-time favorite. I wish we got more flashbacks or talking points on Coral. That's fair. And Naomi's relationship, because Coral's hatred for Naomi had to come from love first. You can't hate someone that much if you're only indifferent to them. That is a very, very uh, relevant comment. Yes, they could have given us at least a little bit of Coral in the love part like even if he was talking to someone else like when she had that whole conversation with Oksana she could have let her guard like give us a little bit even a taste even when they were in the bar if you wanted to show that for half a second and they just didn't they could have put a lot more into that and I will say it is in the book so just one of those characters unfortunately that didn't get as much as say Sin um there's actually another character named wings we didn't get which i'm glad because i felt like wings got wrapped all the way up with coral uh coral also was gender bent she was uh she was a he so was sakai i think i said that during the series uh he was or she was a he as well so i'm liking that they gender bent the character but yes to see something (laughs) would be better to see nothing but hey, maybe we'll have a scene next season of Naomi at least talking about Coral and Sin. I do think that she is going to have a fallout despite her happy mean at that party. I think she gave enough pondering looks for me that says that just the trauma of what she went through hasn't been swept under a rug. The relationships that she just escaped from haven't uh, fizzled away and it's all better now. <laughs> She's in a better place, but she still did a lot of things that she had to do in order to get to that place. One being killing someone that's like a father to her, despite, you know, her not actually killing him. She's going to feel the weight of that. Uh, Her having her son believe that she's dead. Uh, Like I said, I I love the way in which is so much more cutthroat in the book, but that's just me. And he slapped his mama in the show. So I kind of wanted it to be a little bit more cutthroat in the show too. So there's that. (laughs) He just called her Mia in the book. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that means. I think this is a good place to stop before I spoil anything. I too am very looking forward to season six. I am also about to reread that novel. I didn't get to it yet, but I will. Uh, but I, I might give myself a little bit more time so that I can, you know, really <laughs> make sure it's all in my memory when we get closer to the season because I think they've already began filming. I'm pretty sure they have. If you want to check out uh, any of the other shows I do, I do post schedules on uh, Mondays or Sundays actually. Just mostly feedback deadlines, um, but we're doing The Good Place, we got Misfits, we're doing Westworld, then we have The Flash coming back in March, we have some other shows that are going to be joining the roster, Ozark we just began. So definitely send any feedback to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. You can find this podcast where all good podcasts be found. My social media will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.